Twin Community Studios here on Arizona Sports. And kind of the theme of the morning has been, I don't think there's ever been a more uh, depressing 31-point victory in uh, Phoenix Suns history. But uh, here we are. Kevin Durant goes down in pregame warm-ups. His status up in the air. Unknown at this point here to talk about everything Suns with us. The television analyst and Sirius XM NBA radio host, Eddie Johnson, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Eddie, how are you? I'm doing good, uh, as best as can be. Yeah. <laughs> After, you know, basically hearing that, uh, or my fact showing up to the game and hearing it immediately. It was a strange scenario because you know anybody who saw the warm-ups, and I was one of them, Eddie, you see him go down and you immediately have that thought, uh-oh. Then he gets up and continues the routine without changing his facial expression, no reaction really at all from Kevin Durant, and then the news comes out. I mean, I know Devin Booker talked about it. He's been injured in pregame warm-ups. It's not very common. Did that ever happen to you in your career? It is common. Uh, and that's why I push back on load management and, you know, these analytical nerds who think they can preserve players and and all of that. And it's just to be hogwash. Because, uh, look, uh, John Wall stepped out of the shower towards Achilles. Mm-hmm. He wasn't playing basketball. Uh, he wasn't in control of anything, but that's that's it's a that's a normal thing. That is not abnormal at all. I've tweaked my ankle. I've done things just working out and just you know by myself playing ball. So it's not abnormal. Yeah, and and anybody who's who's played basketball, you you you, you know what it's like to roll an ankle. As a guy who played it at the highest level, what do your how do you feel about this? From what you witness with KD, you think it's going to be okay? I know. Again, I'm not asking you to speculate. Just what what are you feeling well, about this? Well, I mean, obviously he'll be back. You know, it's just a matter of when. Uh, you know, all ankles heal differently. Uh, you, you got the swelling part, and how long that continues, and and all of that. So rehab plays a huge part of it. It was a good sign, though, that he got up and kept going, but it could also be a bad thing that he kept going. You know, so we just don't know. Uh, but, but again, he didn't have to be carried off the floor. Uh, that's a good sign. And based on what you said, you know, he didn't, you know, he got back to it and he still was moving around. He was jumping off his left foot as well. Mm-hmm. So to me, you know, it tells me that, you know, it might not be as bad as what people think. Uh, It's just unfortunate that people put out there quickly that, you know, he could be out for the season and all that. We're not doctors, man. And everybody's body is different. And the one thing about Kevin Durant I think we should take notice is that dude, he returns well from injuries, and his mindset is always strong. Mm -hmm. And that's what you want from a player. Uh, because you know he's going to put in the effort and the work to be able to get himself back. And uh, that's what we have to go with. And uh, hopefully the team can continue to play well and don't put pressure on him to have to push himself to come back sooner than what he should. Yeah, Eddie Johnson, Suns television analyst, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. You kind of lead me into my next question, Eddie, is we, we got the three-game sample of what Kevin Durant looks like when he gets inserted into the lineup. The results were very positive, three wins. Uh, they looked really good on offense. How much can the Suns rely on that three-game experience, though, to keep this going and you know count on Kevin Durant to come back at some point before the end of the regular season and pick up where he left off? Well, the reason, I mean, the Suns got projected to probably, you know, have a chance to win a championship 
was the addition of Kevin Durant. Okay, it wasn't Kevin Durant coming to a team that was a team that didn't have talent. Some still have Devin Booker, they got DeAndre Ayton, they got Chris Paul. Uh, and so they have a plethora of old guys that know how to play. So you gotta keep going. Yeah. And and then that's the way that's the way you look at it. And uh and then when K D comes back it just takes it to an insane level. Yeah, you're so right about that, because if there's one thing we learned is that it, it's not going to take a long time. It didn't take a long time for Katie to get assimilated here. So if and when he does, there's not going to be a, a big ramp up period required. No. And even even Thunder coach last night, Mark Dagnold, said that one of the things that he, he he's blown away by KD is this is a guy that could get his own shot whenever he wants, wherever he wants on a basketball court, yet he values blending in with the team and blending in with the team concept. It's one of the hidden values of, of KD, according to him. So I guess those are good things to look at if you want to. Yeah, I mean, look, he's one of the most unselfish superstars I've ever seen. I mean, he only takes about 16 to 17 shots a game in a period of time where analytically it's okay to chuck up shots from anywhere. I mean, the other day, Damian Lillard took 38 shots. 38 So, I mean, you know, I think the door is open for these guys to go shoot it, analytically speaking. Uh, tough three-point shots is better than a, than a contested two. I mean, so that's the mentality. Kevin Durant doesn't give in to that. Devin Booker doesn't. Chris Paul doesn't. And so... Uh, they play the game the way you should, and I think that makes it easy for KD to blend in. That's why he wanted to come to Phoenix. I mean, he's a basketball savant. He's been watching the league. He knows what teams he could fit into and play with. And the Suns were one of the, obviously the, the main team that he wanted to get to. Andy Johnson, our guest here on uh, Bickley and Murata Mornings. You used the phrase insane level earlier in the conversation, Eddie. One guy that's already at that insane level is Devin Booker. He did it again last night. First son to score 35 or more in uh, four straight games. He had 44. He's doing it efficiently. And what are you seeing in terms of of Devin Booker's uh, ascension coming back from an injury of his own? Look, Look, he's one of the best players in our league. Uh, he is undoubtedly the best two guard in the league, and he just continues to show it. Uh, he's one of the best scores that we've ever seen. Now, I'm not ranking him. I'm not saying he's top five, top six, top seven. He's just one of the best scores we've ever seen because there's nowhere on the court that he can't punish you, and that's why I put him in that category. And when he is connected, when he is focused. He is unstoppable. Now, when he came back from injury, you know, you could tell the shot wasn't there. You could tell the rhythm was not all the way there, even though he was still getting getting numbers, but it wasn't efficient numbers like we're used to seeing. Now he's on one of those runs. I mean, he gets on runs, man, and it just seems like he's unstoppable. If that game was close last night, he would have had 60. Yeah, I agree. And, And so, and foul trouble got him as well. So uh, hopefully he can continue playing well like this and uh, other guys step up and the Suns can continue winning uh, because they have a great opportunity to move up with the standings. They have a great opportunity to maybe shoot for the third seed, the second seed. 
and uh, they're going to have to keep winning games to do it. There's going to be a couple of teams that are going to be stuck in that play-in tournament that never believed they were going to be there. Zion, there's no clearance for his return. Lucas suddenly is dealing with a thigh issue that might be a lot more serious than than people in Dallas want to admit. What do you make of just the state of the Western Conference at, at this point and just how wide open it might be? Well, at one point, the Eastern Conference was looking like the better conference. And then all of a sudden, the trade deadline comes about. And you get a lot of tremendous players move over to the West. And all of a sudden, the West has improved. All the way down to the, maybe the 12th seed. You know, and I think case in point, the Lakers, right? Lakers looked like they were going nowhere. Like they couldn't win games. And all of a sudden, with the trade to the deadline, they seem like a pretty damn good team now. <laughs> yeah. You know, Anthony Davis is playing out of his mind. So, I mean, the West right now, man, is just a juggernaut. It, it truly is. Uh, I don't think it's any clear-cut favorite. I think any team can turn it on. And injuries, obviously, is going to, you know, make a difference for everybody. But that's why I love the 82-game marathon. Mm-hmm. Like, people want to cut the season short. I'm like, no. If you cut the season short, then what you're doing is you're allowing the best teams to always win. The beautiful part about the 82-game marathon is a team like the Warriors who had to go all the way into June to win the championship, right? And now they have to return a few months later and try to do it again, while other teams probably had an extra two or three months off, you know, a couple of months off. Now they have an opportunity to take advantage of a fatigued team, and we're seeing it with the Warriors. They're 7-25 on the road. So you can see that the journey now is getting tougher for them because they've run the marathon a little bit more than everyone else. And so that's the beautiful part about this, man, the 82 games. It just shows the toughness, man, and who is going to persevere and get through it. And it's not easy. As Monty always says, everything good is on the other side of heart. That's exactly what this is. And so no woe is me, Suns fans. Like, we have KD. We know his commitment. We know that he can return. And these things are going to happen. I think I'm really happy that it's not as bad as it could have been. Yeah. You know, and so that's the way I'm looking at it. Daddy, always a pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, We appreciate it. We'll talk again soon.